All right, welcome back to Batting Round. It's Batting Round. It's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Austen. With me, as always, is Steven. Hello. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm so in my head now that I can't yeah. even do my intro. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you're not even, you've stopped doing your own intro. Not, like, not only actively avoiding doing Lauren's, but... <laughs> You didn't. I think you forgot your own for a second. Yeah, there. It's just like there was a pause moment, <laughs> and you were like staring at the computer screen. Like I'm like, is he waiting for a signal? <laughs> this is it, no one will see. This is an audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, come back, please. <laughs> the whole dynamic is fucked. I love you, Lauren. Miss you. Yeah. <laughs> we we do of course miss lauren so much uh she will be back in the coming weeks can't wait for it but filling in for lauren you already heard her voice it's returning guest returning champ well not even guest this time third mic this time mm-hmm. upgrade liz rocher how's it going liz good 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 I am. I will do my best to replace Lauren, though no one could truly replace her. <laughs> no, no, it it really is impossible. If my uh, if my notes are correct, Liz, you are you've pulled into second place uh, above Charles Starr and below David Roth as uh, uh, for number of appearances on this show. What excellent company to be in! Really, really great. Your online people. Yeah, <laughs> I can't call them friends because I have not met them in person. <laughs> right. Well, you, don't you know, do a podcast with videos like I do with you guys. You know, you, you, you may not be their friends, but we're all part of the batting around family. Sweet, and that's are. that's more important, really. <laughs> I agree. So we got a lot to talk about, but it's all wbc stuff world baseball classic and not westboro baptist church which i realized today (laughs) while doing a post about them that it is the same acronym very 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 fun i i do i do like that it's not not the westboro baptist church what would what would wbc holding up be holding up for um, the world baseball classic be holding up for their signs like who would they protest and what who do they hate like you know, the God hate tag signs. I know. think they they can't afford to turn anybody away at this point. <laughs> They're really um, who do they hate? Well, you know who you know who they hate. Hmm. Team Israel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, okay, God. <laughs> yeah, we could. Do, so okay, let's let's jump into this because this is yeah funny as shit. This um, is so funny. Team Israel. You know, let's, you know, lot a lot going on there. But uh, their Twitter account com- was was uh, posted today. Two pictures of strike zones and balls in and around those strike zones. And they're complaining about the umpire's calls. They're alleging that there is a separate systems of judgment and rules for one side. And one side gets special treatment that the other doesn't get. Is that mm-hmm. what they're accused? That's what they're they saying. Are, they Wouldn't it be so horrible if that was happening? It would be really horrible. Yeah, yeah. 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 This was brought to my attention uh, by a tweet uh, captioning it with, oh, so now we're respecting borders. <laughs> uh, so, so oh, man. Team Israel is complaining about balls and strikes, which, you know, already loser behavior. Mm-hmm. And it's a team doing it, and it's not even like you know just some 
some like loser on Twitter posting like the ump scorecard or something. Yeah, like it's, it's like the official account of a team that is yeah. abs- absurdly loser behavior. Yeah, nationals esque. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So critical context for this: uh, the game that they're complaining about was a game played between Team Israel and Team Puerto Rico, and that game ended in the eighth because Puerto Rico mercy ruled. Team Israel, <laughs> 10 to nothing, and it was a combined perfect game. Yeah, no base runners. Are they angry at the perfect, like, because if you're gonna, if you're gonna bitch about strike zones, then, like, are you worried about the perfect game? Because I don't think those handful of strikes that they're so angry about mm-hmm. really would have changed. Like, maybe they would lose the perfect game, but I don't think anyone gives a shit about that. I think it's, you know... They they lost. That's it's so pathetic. Call the ambulance. I mean, it was the eighth inning. They should have let it play out and let PR just like hang another ten on them. <laughs> like, who are they trying to? Play? It's Puerto Rico. Yeah, Almost yeah. Everyone right. on that team is a major leaguer. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Coached by a major leaguer. Yeah, I think the only Israeli-born player on the the team Israel is a guy named Shlomo Lippitz who's 45 years old, throws 75-mile-an-hour fastballs, and hasn't played in a professional baseball league in 15 years. God bless. Yeah. I mean, you could have fooled me. I was pretty sure it was, uh, what is it, Garrett? What's his face? Garrett Stubbs. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm pretty sure he was the only one born in Israel yeah. with the name like Garrett Stubbs. Yeah, but no, they, they complained about it, but uh, I am getting word that the Team Puerto Rico clubhouse has been hit by bulldozers. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jane. <laughs> so, uh, speaking, so, okay, okay, let's follow this thread a bit. Let's let's follow this back to the, the notes. So, Team Israel, last tournament was the breakout darling underdog Cinderella story. Because yes. they advanced past pool play when no one expected them to, and they were really fun and exciting. Uh, that is not them this year. Uh, as, now they have, they're all arrogant now. As has been clearly demonstrated by by this 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 incident. There are a few there are a few scrappy underdogs though. I'm obsessed. They're I mean they didn't make it past pool play. R.I.P. I'm obsessed with the Czech team. Oh, of course. How could you not mm-hmm. be? We didn't get a chance to talk about them last. We've week. only kind of mentioned them, but yeah, yeah. Uh, they are, we did talk about how you know they're firefighters and they're dudes with just regular day jobs and stuff. And then Eric Sogard. Yeah, and Eric Sogard, <laughs> which like let's focus more on the other guys, actually. Yes, yes. Did you... We want them to be lovable, so let's not talk about <laughs> Eric Sogard and his fucking lens yeah. crafter ass glasses. Yeah. Oh did you guys watch uh the the like little video on them? Mm-hmm. No, I read an article about him though, like a like an uh a, like an MLB.com article about him a couple weeks ago. So fucking cute. And yeah. I am so happy that the way that things shook out in their pool means that they don't have to qualify to get back next time. Like oh, yeah. they haven't been re- relegated. There's China has to qualify. Oh man. Because uh, China got oh. the absolute piss they, beat out of they them. Got- yeah, they got their shit something pretty hard. By Korea, by, uh, Korea the other night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Korea who, who who stomped the shit out of China because uh, they had to take their frustration out on someone because they did not advance, which mm-hmm. is a nope. huge upset. That's crazy. It is, it is absolutely shocking that 
Yeah, Australia Korea will not be advancing, and Australia will be. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm bummed because I would have, you know, I I would have liked to see the Korean team go on, but like, I mean, anytime there's, there, oh, pretty much anytime there's a there's like an underdog upset like that, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta root for them. You gotta you gotta absolutely like, yeah. And like Australia seems to be Australia is one of those non-baseball countries where baseball actually kind of seems to be having a little bit of momentum. There've been Australian major leaguers, plenty of them, Grant Belfour and uh, Liam Hendricks. I have a professional league. Yeah. The league has been growing pretty substantially year over mm-hmm. year for the past couple of years. And I saw people, I saw a lot of people like talking about how like, oh, their their season just ended, so they're all like warm and in game shape. So that's probably one of the factors for them like performing so well. And to a degree, I believe that it's nice to see one of America's cultural exports, like baseball, be the thing that gets big and not like gun violence. So uh, I'm, you know, I'm really happy to see Australian baseball like really flourish and then be reward for it like this. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Circling back to the Czech team, though, I do. There are two pieces of its interactions with uh, Team Japan that I do want to talk about. Okay. They're real cute. Okay. A little Thirst Basement segment here, or what? No, no, no. Well, I mean, they're cute in Thirst Basement sense, but I mean, just like, as an apology for hitting him with a pitch, Team Japan pitcher Roki Sasaki gifted Team Czech Republic's William Escala, I don't know how to pronounce that, Escala, with okay. two giant bags of candy. Love her. Japanese candy. That's amazing. Yeah, dude. Like, it's just... <laughs> The dude was just like, hey, sorry I hit you, random working class citizen of the Czech Republic with a baseball. Here's a bunch of candy. Yeah. That's actually really thoughtful. (laughs) And they, like, took a picture together and, like, the World Baseball Classic tweeted it. And it's just, it's extremely cute. And I love it. No, that's uh, Japanese candy is why America did the gunboat diplomacy Perry expedition stuff back, you know, <laughs> way back when. That's why they were trying to open up trade with Japan. Uh, the candy. So, yeah, it was the candy. Yeah. You can't, you got, they had like so many cool forms of Kit Kats uh, that Americans had never even some, dreamed of. Some of it's in like Asian grocery stores here. I know. But like, but some of the really good stuff I've only ever had because like a friend brought it back for me for Japan. Yeah. And like, oh, oh. Um, the other cute little interaction between the two teams, Andre Satoria, a pitcher for the Czech Republic, struck out Shohei Otani. Yeah. And he's, he's what, he's like an electrical technician or something. Yeah. That's amazing. In response, Shohei Otani asked for his jersey signed by him and his teammates. (sighs) That's so cool. It's, and there's like, there's just a picture of Shohei Otani holding a Czech jersey with a bunch of signatures on it and just some random normal looking dude standing this, next to him. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff I want from the WBC. He looks really Czech. Look at that. Gi- he's got a giant beard. <laughs> He's wearing all black. He's got a gi- like a massive giant beanie hat on. Like, it's it's great. It, yeah, I, this gets to a lot of like what I love about the WBC so much is yes. like this shit. Like mm-hmm. we're, I'm sure we're going to get much more into the conversation about how America doesn't give a shit about this, but like 
So this is for for there's like kind of three stratospheres, I think, of caring about the World Baseball Classic. And America's in the middle, which means they don't give a shit. Because America is the place where the best baseball happens. And everybody is conditioned to be like, well, we're the best. So, like, who cares? Let's, like, I don't mm-hmm. care about Team USA. I care about the Phillies or the Twins. Right. Yeah, very so, regional. So they're very regional. They're very, like, don't care. Then there are the baseball-first countries, like the Latin American countries and Japan and Korea, where their their number one sport is baseball, but they are not the place where baseball the highest form of baseball takes place. Right. Therefore, they all want to take the U.S. down and assert mm-hmm. their dominance over us because they're like, this is us, this is our national sport, and we're gonna we're gonna do it for for you know our pride. And then there are the non-baseball countries like the Czech Republic and Australia, where they're just happy to be here and they're just having fucking fun, and that rules. Yeah, I I love that part. Um, one of my very good friends, Michael Clare, who works for MLB.com, I think he, he went to Japan for some of the qualifiers. I think he visited the Czech Republic and met with their team, like did a lot of social media stuff. I think he went to Germany as well, which did not qualify. I'm super bummed about that. I have <laughs> friends in Germany who are baseball fans, and I can only imagine how much fun this tournament would be if Germany were involved in these things. Cause mm-hmm. uh, I, I went to a game while I was over there and it was just very weird. Extremely weird. Germany, because of its American population with the um, military bases there, uh, American sports are huge in Germany. Like yeah. the, the NFL's highest ratings outside of the United States are in Germany. That makes sense. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. And there, a lot of them are Kansas City Chiefs fans too, which is funny because Germany, because because Germany has a weird thing where like there's this like weird hobby you can do in Germany where you like basically cosplay as like uh, Native Americans. What? And it's, it's insanely <laughs> oh, racist. I'm half German, um, and this is yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's yeah, no, it's a whole thing. Just insanely racist. My great grandfather is essentially the German Archie Bunker, or he was. He died (laughs) how long ago? Thirty years ago. But yeah, that's how my dad would describe him the the uh, the German Archie Bunker, and I'm like, that Mm -hmm. does not make sense, and yet it also does. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally, totally. The German game was cool. It was in German, but because literally, like, fully half of the words they were saying were borrowed from like baseball. Mm-hmm. It was just like they were saying strikeout and first base. So it's just like half the things they were saying were Eng- in English anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I good luck to Germany in the next WBC. Can't wait for can't wait to see Czech, the Czech Republic in the next WBC. Um, China, you were not the underdog darling this time. Yeah. Uh, got absolutely smoked by every every team in that pool you might see what they, jerseys they come back with next time because those are fucking tight jerseys so jerseys so yeah the like the like subtle dragon in like printing on the back of their jerseys so was oh, so nice good. it was yeah. so cool it's like oh these jerseys rock when i was looking yeah. at pictures of them and then when i turned on a game with them and i'm like holy shit oh, they're yeah. than i thought yeah <laughs> 
but also like all those guys were really thin. Mm-hmm. Like they looked like they looked like caricatures of like puny guys that exist for the main big bad team to beat up in like a sports show. Like uh, that Simpsons where they're like, all right, coming to bat is Babe Ruth the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> so pool A was fun. Yes. We had to break out the tiebreakers. Oh God. Yeah. It was, it was two wins, two losses all around. Five teams tied with a two, two record, which is, hysterical to me mm-hmm. yeah it is kind of it's a bit of an upset that the netherlands failed to advance it um, is. and it's huge that that chinese taipei not only didn't advance but they got relegated yeah. they're gonna have to qualify again which is wild because they are a good team and their crowd oh my god have you did you watch any of their games oh Those yeah crowds were so good they were better than japanese crowds which is insane you have to to be more insane than japanese baseball crowds is a tough thing to do but they really did it they had like the cheerleaders every inning and the fucking the giant inflatable mascot and the coordinated cheers and chants like even between at like in in the middle of at bats like oh so good see i'm torn i know a lot of people who are like i know my my colleague Justin Clue really wants like American crowds to be like that. Like I want, he wants them to really be into baseball, and I agree with that. But also, I just kind of want to sit and watch a sport with a beer outside. I don't necessarily want to have to do that. So, you know, I'm a little. I like watching that type of enthusiasm, but I don't necessarily think I could keep that going for a game or maybe even two full innings. Americans are just not in good enough shape to uh, to keep up with the I'm Japanese not. crowds. Like, I yeah. definitely think that culturally we're just fucking boring sticklers. But I think also they don't play every single day for like five months. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if there were fewer games in the calendar, which is a thing that I... I, I support reducing the number of games in a season. So many. Uh, precisely yeah, for the reason that, like, make make the games during the season matter more, like individually, mm-hmm. so that you'll get you'll ramp up that intensity. There's there's multiple things going into it. I want to be in one of those crowds so fucking bad. Oh yeah. But you're right. Like I don't know that I would want that every time I go to the ballpark. No. But for for a tournament like this. Yes. And for, for the sure. tournament, the U.S. crowd of this tournament is real pathetic, I gotta say. Yeah, it's not great. It hasn't been It hasn't been a great showing. I mean, just last night when they, was that last night? I can barely remember what day it is right now. Um, when the U.S. played Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was last night. Yes. Um, the crowd was... I mean, they were hitting the shit out of the ball. Mm-hmm. They were putting a hurting on Canada, and the crowd was just like, there's like the third triple of the inning or whatever. And this is like the first inning. And I'm just like, everyone, why? <laughs> everyone was really down, like immediately. And I'm just like, <laughs> you just got there, theoretically. I have no idea what these people do, but um, you just got there. They're, they're murdering our neighbors to the north, the people who live. <laughs> upstairs in the attic apartment over america <laughs> i uh you know, there's 
more, there should have been more at least at that moment. Because Sean and I were screaming. We were yeah. super thrilled. I was watching it with my Canadian boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And our and our Canadian friends. And, and Jeremy. Um, and we we turned it on in like the second inning and they were like what the fuck we're already losing and i'm like yeah okay and me and jeremy were like watching the game and really stoked and the other three were just kind of like doing their laundry and looking at their phones like oh poor canadians but canada just pulled off a massive upset on columbia like a few minutes ago Ooh. So Canada Canada pulls into two and one along with the US. And uh who's got Mexico tonight? Someone's got Mexico tonight, and that's important. Oh, Great Britain and Mexico are tonight, which uh Godspeed, Great Britain. They won a game. Good for them. I I am considerably softer toward Great Britain. After internalizing and realizing the fact that the entire team is like Caribbean players, totally, it helps a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's not for Great Britain, even though if they did well, they would. You know, I'm sure there would be a lot of people actually from the UK that would be like, uh, you know, name and credit. UK baseball Twitter people out there who are super into it, but like Mm -hmm. they are they are small voices, like. I imagine the Czech Republic is like maybe treating this tournament and their team's participation in it as like a fun little, oh, here, like local news segment. Like, hey, guess what? Team Czech Republic is playing mm-hmm. like the best players in baseball. Uh, I I do not think such a thing is happening in the United Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. But, um, hey, I, growing baseball anywhere is good for me. I want... I would like for this sport to be more, to be bigger, period, whatever. Can we talk about, before we move on from Great Britain, there's there's some more stuff to say about them. Oh, is there? <laughs> First of all, their uniforms. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so funny. Like, the the like most, a- the most, like, just boring, like, you know, aerial impact font fucking on their the front of their jerseys and they're not even they're not even put on there that well because the one dude's teeth fell off yeah the one guy's one guy's one pitchers like no Uh, one knows i guess how to make baseball uniforms over there considering all they do is like soccer and those things is just like shiny do i know is that correct yeah yeah so it's not like they're sewing like hat shit everywhere i know you just had the same idea yeah, just had the idea of a baseball uniform done in soccer material. Yes, so mm-hmm. shiny everywhere. Good. <laughs> I mean, get more gays involved, make it shinier. I mean, the gays would have had that done a decade ago if they, <laughs> if they were at the table. Um, I do love that Fox Sports keeps putting the wrong uh, Union Jack on their graphics yeah they keep putting the flat well wrong quote unquote uh it's it's a union jack without saint patrick's cross which is the red x oh right in the in the white x so that's after the irish unification what's gonna yeah yeah (laughs) we're not they know something we don't 
Um, that, that stuff just keeps happening. Like stuff like accidentally like preloading well, the Irish <laughs> unification keeps happening. They did that, which is very funny in a good bit and technically correct because the team is Great Britain and yeah. not the UK. Perhaps a bit more egregiously, they also showed the Taiwan flag, which may have caused an international incident. Oh, <laughs> guys. It's doing? like, is this your first day? <laughs> Let's cause an international incident, a new picture book for children. Like, it's, I love that. it's not hard. I love that. What else about GB? We, we watched the Great Britain-United States game with our Discord the other night, and Great Britain hit a uh, leadoff home run and we got to see their little home run ceremony which was pretty delightful a lot of teams in like major league baseball have you know de- have uh have developed their traditions or you know they mm-hmm. put a big medallion on them or they wear a jacket or something or like the phillies did a few years ago very sadly they wore like 28 hats yeah yeah uh they had the nelson cruz's bathrobe with the twins a couple oh, years yeah. ago that one oh, was really yeah. fun but Great Britain's was pretty was pretty funny, where they had a crown and a cape. So they did a crown and a cape for the first home run. But for the for there was I saw another Great Britain home run, and that dude got knighted by an inflatable sword when that he rolled. got yeah. to the when he got to the dugout. Which rules? Also, they should have used a bat. I think a bat would have been really good. That would have been really good. Yeah. Also, their on base celebration is miming drinking tea yes pretty funny is very good i i love how because so many of these countries are populated by people who don't have passports in those countries yeah i I don't know how to like how to like say this sure you know they're defaulting to like goofy stereotypes of themselves <laughs> like the italian team is doing the hand gesture yes the, the don't, like, do not get me started on the italian team and their bullshit oh, i am oh, also dude, half let, italian and i am just started. let's go liz, liz let's go let's get into it all right speak on it liz speak first on it. off let's talk about let's talk about mike piazza honda for just a moment <laughs> Yes. Get your ass back into the showroom, man. He sucks, and the mustache is dumb. He ruined a a uh, a town's soccer team. A like hundred year old club ruined the shit out of it for no reason other than him and his his. I'm (laughs) I'm getting very Philadelphia about it. Just like him and his New Jersey trash wife. I do not mean that. I don't know if she's from Jersey. She is, however. If you've seen Mike Piazza, then you know exactly what she looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I that alone, could you not find? Joe Girardi has actual managerial experience, and he's so Italian, he's like bleeding communion wafers everywhere. Like, <laughs> he's so Italian, she's so Catholic. He would talk about that in his, in, in his uh, like post-game shit all the time. Why not Joe Girardi, a guy who's actually won something? I hate Mike Piazza. I want them all to shave those stupid, stupid mustaches. <laughs> and I can't even listen. They all they're all either from Italy or they claim Italian heritage, which is right. fine. You could do the hand motion. But when it becomes a joke, it means that other people think that they could do it outside of using the emoji, and that is not true. 
Damn. All right. Liz yeah. going off. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Liz's culture is not your costume. No. Unless, <laughs> unless, you, unless you really just kind of want to do it. And you have to understand the Italian side of my family is very stereotypical. Awesome. Um, Steven saw them at my wedding. Can confirm. There's a dude. There's, I mean, there's a dude with thick, you know, bl- uh, salt and pepper hair and a giant cheesy mustache. That's my uncle Peter. Um, you know, I, I deal with this. Two of my cousins are like at least partial Guidos. Back when we used use that term, they are mm-hmm. definitely that. So like I take it very seriously because I'm like, if you put one more, I'm Italian and I'm proud of it bumper sticker on your Supra, I'm gonna kill you with a wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh God bless. You can't even tell I'm sick, can you? Well <laughs> Oh, speaking of uh Speaking of managers, uh, Mark DeRosa as the uh, the Team USA so manager terrible. has been just awful. And God, it was so funny when they would do the awful manager interviews the other night when we were watching that game with the with the with our Discord. Stop. That was, that was the. I mean, normally like those those are always terrible when they do the on like the, the interviews during like an inning like with the manager. It's like, well, what do you want him to say? And like, he's got a job to do, but like. Most of the time, the managers, like, actually, every time I've ever seen one of those, the manager has managed to give their canned little answers and say, you know, blah, 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 you know, make it a, you know, a nothing little useless segment, but at least get through it. Mark DeRosa, who has a career with, you know, MLB Network, could not manage to get any words out. Did you see, like, it was the most abysmally bad one of those I've ever seen. Even the the Great Britain manager, who's, you know, just kind of like a local coach in Great Britain, like he's an American that moved there. Mm-hmm. Like, he managed to get through it. How couldn't Mark DeRosa do it? That was, was, was an embarrassing think about... showing. National <laughs> embarrassment. He was too busy trying to figure out how he would manage this game if he was watching it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking stupid thing. It was so and dumb. I wa- I watched 60 games. I managed them all. I'm like, no, you didn't. You watched yeah. other people make decisions. Incredible. Oh, God. I, like, and and it, it was so funny to me when the when the broadcasters like openly acknowledged that no one likes this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when talking to him. And it's just like, then why do oh, you do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, who asked for this? I mean, yeah. would we want more announcer chat? Is that uh, better or worse than John Smoltz's exactly. announcer chat? Exactly. That's let's, what let's get to John. Here's the thing. I watched, I forget what it was. It was in Taiwan. I think it was a Taiwan game. I forget. I watched one of those games with the crowd going fucking crazy. The players super into it, having a blast, just happy to be there. And the announcing team for for the Tai Chung portion of the tournament was great. They were so into it. They were they were mm-hmm. you could tell they liked it. You could tell they were having fun and enjoying what they were watching. Smoltz, on the other hand, was just like clearly rooting for the mercy rule to take effect in every game that he that he called. Every single one. Do I still get one. my full paycheck if we're done after five? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Let me know. Yeah. Why is he still there? 
Yeah, and why would you have it? Like, I understand, like, okay, yeah, he's a big name or whatever. And, like, he's, you know, I've, I've watched some games that he's called that haven't been, ex- ex- you know, completely terrible. Mm-hmm. But, like, he clearly didn't want to be there for this. You know, he, he didn't give a shit about it. Why would you have the guy that clearly hates baseball do the thing that's supposed to be the fun thing that only happens every four years? Why? Why would you do that? Contract? Just, I don't awful. know. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Money? Yeah. Like, I I just, I want him to go away. Was Didn't he talk about retiring like a year ago or something? I thought so. Maybe I just, maybe that was just a collective fever dream that we all had in hopes that it would, like, we could manifest it. But, no, I I don't know. He's, regardless, he's, he's still fucking here, I guess. Yeah. So I God. got some tweets from last night, from yesterday. Okay. Ooh, hell yeah. So, Let's go. Um, f- Friend to all, Jarrett Seidler, uh, <laughs> tweeted. Mm-hmm. He has oh, their, yes. yes, he's got their uh, exit velocities, you know, the players who were in last night. So most just droned about how the USA exit velocities of this sitting weren't any good, but they, quote, knew how to hit and just holy fuck this guy. <sighs> quoted to that, quote, someone quoted that, a guy named Jerry Machino, Jeremy Machino, tweeted that with, I used to provide Smoltz and his broadcasts with data. Smoltz's group never requested Statcast data because he didn't understand it. He didn't understand it because it always said he was wrong. Yeah. There we have it. I, I mean, that sh- that tweet should have 8 billion likes. It's a, uh, yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> uh, allegedly, but I believe. <laughs> Whatever. Allegedly, <laughs> yes, we're not going to get sued. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. Why, what am I doing? Why, why, like, go ahead and sue me if you want, John Schmoltz. I don't, I'm, I don't have any money. Sue that uh, guy. All it. we did was say something that was on the <laughs> internet. For free. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't make it up. <laughs> I'm not asking for anyone to sue me or the kind people of this podcast. <laughs> Did you hear about the other thing he talked about in that game last night? The thing about Mike Trout? No. What was the thing about Mike Trout? Where he was talking about how Mike Trout needs to stop trying to put the ball in the air. No, he didn't. (laughs) No, he fucking didn't. Oh, and by the way, I think almost immediately after that, he hit the ball straight up in the air and out of the ballpark. So, uh, I hate him. Jane, uh, may I step on your toes a bit? Go for it. Um, we have a question about this thing that I wanted to bring up. So I'm just going to read the whole question because it, it provides a bit of context. Mm-hmm. Please do. Uh, from Kat in the Discord. Yes. During the U.S.-Canada game, secret alien living among us, John Smoltz, described himself as, quote, not a music guy and claimed he didn't know the lyrics to a single song. He then told an anecdote of how when walk-up music first came into vogue, he didn't get it and told the crew to just pick a song for him, which resulted in his first walk-up song being ABBA's Dancing Queen. (laughs) My question is, what song would you force John Smoltz to enter a game to? And I need to, I've been, I've been ruminating on this question all day Mm. since it was asked, but can we pause and and really internalize the fact that John Smoltz does not understand the gift of music. He knows the words to the national anthem. He must. <sighs> He's heard it a billion times. But that, I don't no, think that counts he as a song. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't listen to lyrics, Liz. He just listens to vibes and, and tone. Or, uh, tone is what he said. And it's just like, what is wrong God, he with must- you? 
you must listen to that shit that they released in the 50s. All that. Um, Andy Williams. <laughs> wow. I didn't think he was going to do Moon River, but then bam, second encore. And the and the the Letterman, all of the uh, all of the <laughs> albums that you see at a Goodwill uh, that are from mm-hmm. uh, dead elderly people's homes, and they're just there because no one wants. Yeah, no one wants one of those. I bet that's the music he listens to. <laughs> First of all, before I get into uh, what I think about that, I think it's very funny that Steven's willing to step on my toes and start the mailbag segment, but he's not willing to step on Lauren's toes. Well, and, you're here. Uh, do her thing, okay? And okay. I ask permission. And you're not you're not afraid of me, like you're afraid of Lauren. View uh-huh. <laughs> as much, if not more, just in a very different way. I, was gonna say, I think it's different. It's they're different vibes. You're both terrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I would just put on like a low droning hum. <laughs> have smoltz walk up to you. it's like oh you don't like care about music you don't think about it at all here you go or just do mic feedback oh, the entire ooh, time ooh, yeah. Static. yeah just <laughs> static that's it that's it um i mean like because yeah like you know giving him dancing queen it's like no i think it's that's funny yeah it's funny because but because like oh he you know he probably hated that but like that's uh. that that's a banger of a song if you know what song I would give him? I would give him fucking Mother by Megan Trainer. I would oh my sing God, that song Jesus. back in Dane. time. <laughs> Dane, I was literally just about to say, give him, we gotta put on some Megan Trainer, the Costco yeah. of musicians. <laughs> yeah, if you don't care about music, fine, we're gonna give you some fucking Target ass music. Megan goddamn go. Trainer. Yeah. Her songs are engineered to drive you fucking crazy. They are so unbelievably bad. They're just so catchy. And so it's just like, you know, I barely even remember that I listened to a Becca Trainer song and I'm <laughs> and I'm singing some like line from them just like I hate this. They're like earworms if the worms were like poisonous and <laughs> deadly. Yeah. Oh god. Her- and and that song, that song, like we <sighs> The, oh, that, yeah, that I have never like the the appropriation of of queer and oh, yeah and black culture by white women has never been more painful to <laughs> to experience than that song. It has been so funny watching her try to like with that song specifically try to like become a gay icon and everyone is just like this is trash this is no, thank the worst you. garbage i've ever heard in my life you're trying too hard yeah oh. occasionally i'll see like uh, like some i swear there's just being contrarian like some gay person on twitter being like no actually this is good and i'm like i'm sending a van to take you to conversion therapy like, <laughs> this way to your house right now like yeah you're gonna get black bagged and yeah and are we you, teaching and them to not be gay because their taste is bad or are we yeah. teaching them to have good taste you know it's just a punishment really that's all it is i was just trying first. to figure out now is this a punishment yeah. or are we trying to help this person I just yeah. as you know yeah you know flip a coin whatever i don't care <laughs> not what i'm feeling today yeah <laughs> do we get do we get to everything yeah or i think so we? uh so we can just continue on with mailbag questions here then i i defer okay 
uh, at Gray Inferno 9805 on Twitter, in honor of the incredibly crazy take from Garrett Cole on food, what are your guys' hot takes on food? I can't believe you'd ask this question without Lauren here. Also, what that did is, he say about food? Did I miss it? He said, I don't, I don't even remember. I didn't, I didn't see the whole thing. He did like one of those uh, interviews where like they asked him about some, something like that. And he, I don't know. I think he just said some like really snobby shit. Mm. Like, you know, he's just like a wine snob. You know, he doesn't, he hasn't drank light beer besides like one that he had with the Astros in 2016 uh, or something like that. Right. That's that's thing. Idiot. I yeah. just looked up Garrett Cole and food. So him yeah. and his wife had a blog. Cooking and wine aficionado, Garrett yeah. Cole. That's what they call him. I did not know this about him. Oh, yeah. gross. Uh, anti-inflammatory cooking with Garrett Cole. Okay. The only Major League Baseball player who is also a foodie that I recognize is Mark Hanna. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hot take on food, though, is that you should not be eating ketchup if you are over eight years old. Wow. It is a... Take. It is a... It is just disgusting, sugary red slime. Uh, and it is not actually good on anything. It it just like it just it just gets on everything, makes everything taste like it, and it's not good. It's just disgusting. Even all these like elevated ketchups or whatever, when they try to make like like chipotle ketchup or something, like just garbage. Throw it all. I out. love how Liz and I had the same yeah. reaction to yeah. that. There are better. No matter where you go, yeah. No matter where you go, there are better sauces to put your fries in or to put on your burger or something. <laughs> so ketchup is overrated is a take that I wholeheartedly agree yes, with. Yes, but it definitely has its place on. I my think it's plate. for children. I am uh, a child. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is better with McDonald's fries than ketchup. The McDonald's barbecue sauce is great with their fries. Fair. I don't yeah. like barbecue sauce on its own very much. Okay. Okay. That is not my hot food take. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know what? They have a million other sauces at McDonald's. Yes, they do. There are sauces for everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So no one has to be. It's not like we are a one sauce nation. Yeah. We live in a whole. Yes. We live in a, a wonderful rainbow of sauces. Give me a Chipotle and I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Amy says what would be the baseball equivalent of the ostapenko uh kvitova 606 uh tennis match and how would the pirates and or tigers be involved uh it's a petra kvitova i actually yeah there we go this is actually really cool it hadn't really happened um in baseball i think it would be two um two perfect innings in a row yeah, like from the uh, the separate teams. Yeah, separate teams. Like, yeah, but they would have like to be each next team to does it though. Yeah, like a yeah. Pirates and Tigers one where like <laughs> everyone is. Yeah. It's not even that the pitchers are good; the hitters yeah. are just so bad. I think it needs to be like okay, you know, um, let's do Tigers at Pirates. So it's at PNC because that's. I mean, you know, no no knock against Detroit's uh, uh, stadium, but it's you know PNC. PNC's we got to have a PNC be there. Uh, top of the top of the first, uh, grand slam by the uh, <laughs> you know, like there's like a grand slam or something, and then mm. bottom of the first, uh, like a perfect inning, and then just reverse that in the second inning oh, for the other teams. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, it. so. There's just so there's just these back and forth, and then it ends up still like you know that four would be on the other side. Exhilarating. It would, would be, be so funny. Yeah. Like even like I'm trying to engineer this happening in the most boring possible time. Mm-hmm. Like like let's say this is like a late August matchup between two teams that are yeah. way out of it. Yeah. And in like a dead 
crowd, mm-hmm. this would still be fucking awesome, even yeah. in those circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. The other half of Amy's question, if that's too niche, which players would you be saddest about if you found out they liked pickleball? I don't have strong opinions about pickleball. The pickleball thing right now, though, is weird because there's like this weird astroturfed campaign to try to make pickleball into a huge thing. It's all a right wing front. It's all these. Yeah. Weird right wing freaks. Really? Yes. It's it's incredibly bizarre. And Uh, And like. A lot of them are like tearing down public parks to put in like I was just about to say the the big issue is that they think that that tennis itself isn't an accessible sport despite there being tennis courts everywhere Um, Mm -hmm. and they want to turn a lot of those and other public parks into pickleball courts because it's not that people a lot of people love it it's just that a lot of rich and famous people have sunk money into it and now they feel the need to like because you know, after the U.S. Open last year, talk about pickleball went away for months. Yeah. And now that tennis is getting started back up again, we're we're hearing more and more about pickleball again. It's there hmm. really just to kick the shit. It's really just to make tennis look less attractive at it's a time really when tennis silly. is really, really exciting. Tennis is yeah. great. Pickleball is stupid and you look like an idiot when you play it. You look like a you look like a fucking dork when you're playing it. It is a sport for old people. It's so silly. There was some dumbass pickleball investor guy today that was like, in five years, pickleball is going to be like verging on a top five most watched sport in America. Watch out Major League Baseball. Watch out hockey. Watch out NASCAR. Like, well, watch out hockey, I guess, probably. But um. <laughs> I, I had never even seen pickleball before. We played it in my gym class when I had a racket sports gym class in, in, uh, in high school. Yeah. This is this looks like a perfectly fine old person sport. I don't know why we're trying to like like throw. Uh, I because it's, like it's, yeah, it's like high lie in the sixty. Yeah, it's high lie in the sixty. It's like that episode of Mad Men where the guys mm-hmm. where the guys like son is trying to get high lie going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> high lie is never going to be a thing. No, I mean just like that. We have our sports, and it's taken like hockey can barely break in and it's considered a major four sport it's taken soccer decades to really make inroads here like pickleball has no chance it has no chance yeah no chance if the rules are any more complicated than tennis which are actually pretty basic then you've lost the, you've lost the battle already mm-hmm. i'm just waiting i'm waiting for rugby's day to come you know if they brought aussie rules football here i would i would become a full-blown crazy person fan i don't know aussie so is aussie rules similar to gaelic football i think it is it's also a little similar to rugby it's sort of like those combined except they wear mm. shorter shorts and tighter shirts and it's now like a circular field or something isn't I it i figured you might enjoy that it's yes yeah. it's sort of like i love nfl football i love american football but aussie rules is just it's if you get a chance to watch it do it mm-hmm. because it's really cool and interesting there's action constantly as opposed to mm-hmm. stop and start. So that's what I like more about it. It's like football and soccer had a baby. That's why I love rugby so much. Yeah, there's like 12 minutes of actual action in like an NFL game. Yeah. You know, I describe rugby to people as what if American football was good? <laughs> that's exactly what I think about Aussie rules football, because it's like I think both sports have taken 
that that kind of game and made it more interesting and less stupid. Yeah, because they don't stop. <laughs> yeah, they don't stop. They just go, and I, it's just inconvenient for Americans, I guess. I will yeah, say, though, and- I started watching something on, um, what is it, Pluto TV, where they've got, like, you know, 90210 channel, where they do nothing but show 90210. And <laughs> now I've forgotten what I was saying. Awesome you know, I, oh, commercials. Sorry. I've been doing so well with being sick. This is the first big, first big mistake I've made. Um, I actually forgot how much commercials were important. Like my husband and I were watching like whatever it was, like Antiques Roadshow on Pluto TV and they had a commercial break. And I'm like, well, I got up, I went to the bathroom, got a snack, sat back down. And the, then the program was just like ready to start right then. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. I'm just like, I didn't think I'd ever miss commercials. Hmm. I don't know if I actually miss commercials, but it was like weirdly something I hadn't encountered in a while. I I, I get that too. I've been encountering commercials watching the World Baseball Classic, which has been a combination of me having that moment where I'm like, oh, I have to pee. Let me go now. And what the fuck is Farmer wants a wife? Oh, oh, Stephen, <laughs> you're talking to someone who has in the past couple of years gotten way into a bunch of stupid ass dating shows. Hell Yeah. Oh, I love Every, them. I feel like the number, like, it's almost tired and, like, cringe to describe something as that's a 30 Rock bit. But mm-hmm. I feel like... Well, we already had a 30 Rock bit come to life. They made Milf Island. <laughs> they, they made Milf Manor a couple weeks ago. And it was oh. just as insane as the 30 Rock <laughs> Milf... It was more insane than the 30 Rock Milf Island bit. Of all the bits that could have actually come to life, it was that one. Yeah. But, like, uh, like that's just that's just TV now. TV is just... Mm-hmm. Like, Jack Donaghy is, may, is TV now. Right. Like Mass Singer seems like a 30 rock thing when they're like like I remember just feeling insane when they're like, it's Sean Spicer, or like it's Rudy Giuliani. Like, how is this television? How is this what's happening? That that Rudy Giuliani one was was extra insane because didn't what's his name like walk off the set? Yeah, Ken yeah. um what's his face? Ken Jong. Yeah. Hey, at least um, he's got a job. He doesn't seem like a terrible person. Like the rest, unlike the rest of that panel. Yeah, I guess this is the second version of Farmer Wants a Wife. Yes, there's one from 2007, and there's seven seasons of it. What? It's an Australian show. Oh, oh, it's Australian. Okay, Okay, that makes yeah, that That makes makes a lot of sense. Okay, sort of like FarmersOnly.com, only on television. (laughs) I don't know. One of my favorite TV writers said, this is a good one, and she's the one who said you should watch Perfect Match, which I did. I loved it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liz, have have I yelled at you about Are You the One yet? No. Watch the bisexual season. It's extremely good. Oh, wow. I do need to watch that. I do it's, watch that. It, it is a genuinely compelling season of television. The For the folks at home, I might as well explain this. Um, it's a show where they just throw a bunch of hot people in a place, but like beforehand, a matchmaker matches them, and they have to like guess who the matches are, and they have a certain number of guesses, and mm. if they if they guess them all correct before the, they run out of guesses, then they win money. And there are like other rules, like oh, here's a way to like is this person or is this couple a match? Yes or no? Mm. Like they get that a, a few times. But they did a gimmick 
where one season everyone was bisexual, which made the combinations much more interesting. And it was just an entire show of like, it was an entire dating show of queer people experiencing the queer experiences across like the spectrum. Like there were two trans people, one non-binary person, everyone was by and varying degrees of comfortable with it and out mm. of the closet. And like, mm. there was a trans guy who like was just a giant slut the whole time. Awesome. Because he, his like the, the <laughs> testosterone he was taking made him horny. And also he never really had an experience being around hot people who all were interested in him. So he just like fucked everybody. And he awesome. Was so iconic. What a king. Um, yeah. <laughs> And it was just like, it was, it is one of the most compelling episodes of reality or seasons of reality television I've watched. You should absolutely watch it, Liz. I've already written it down. Yeah. I no, I have. That's one of those things that like, I always been like, oh shit, I should watch that. And I forget about it. But thank you. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, let's do the last question real quick here. Uh, unfortunate pilot <laughs> dude on the discord. Now that the WBC has progressed, has your rooting interest changed at all based on who's advancing or team vibes? Well, we already hit at the top of this episode where we talked about Australia. Uh, yeah. I think Australia is is big there. Uh, hard to root against Team Cuba, but like, yeah. Uh, I mean, Australia, come on. Uh, happy so, to be their team advancing. Come on. Looking at the pools. So I, I going into this, I stated that my rooting interests were I want goofy shit to happen in the pool stage mm -hmm. and I want the final to be between two juggernauts. And that could very well still that happen. That could still very well happen. So right now I am rooting for Australia because they're fun and they're an underdog. I'm rooting for Italy because they're fun and they're an underdog. I'm just rooting for Japan over Italy. I'm not, well, I'm, I'm not sure that I want Italy to defeat Japan. Also, that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Spoiler oh, no. alert. Um, the so out of so pools a and b are locked up cuba italy japan and australia are advancing pools c and d are still working venezuela is three and zero, and if the dominican republic doesn't beat israel tonight they might not make it out of pool stage which That'd is an wild. absolutely insane thing because they were like one of the favorites even more so than korea Right. So I am torn between I want the DR in the final because they're a juggernaut and wouldn't it be wild if they didn't make it? Yeah. Like I'm yeah. I've got that, I've got that chaos agent energy. Mm -hmm. Um so I definitely want I'm definitely excited about Venezuela. They're basically guaranteed to make it. Not guaranteed but all but essentially. Puerto Rico would be cool. Dominican Republic would be cool. Honestly, any of the three of them are really exciting. Uh, for Pool C, I really want to... Like, any of US, Canada, or Mexico, I'd be totally into, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, Canada beating Colombia just now was really exciting because, like, yeah. that was so unexpected. And I'm like, okay. And I have the added, you know, personal connection to the country, so... I know how much you love Philippe Omont. <laughs> wait he's he's pitching mm -hmm. he's still alive yep he people do not stop existing when they leave the phillies as much as sometimes i'd like them to he's like <laughs> 60 years old he's so old yep he's still there he's still doing he's still like eight feet tall 
Jesus. I when I saw him, I was like, what the fuck? We were yeah. we're just too old now. <laughs> we're just yeah, like Oliver old. Perez is uh is on the <laughs> the Mexico team. He That's so is, awesome. He is the unkillable pitcher. Last he cannot season, get rid of him. Yeah, I mean he 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 bombed out pretty hard uh Major League Baseball last season, but he tried to come back and it was he did make an appearance for the 20th season in the MLB. Yeah. Like, that was so cool. <laughs> we don't get a lot of that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Well, I think we, I think we, man, we packed a lot into this one. This was good. Oh yeah. Good, good WBC talk. This is a good WBC talk. We've been, we've been, we're, we're really bringing the ADHD energy to this episode. <laughs> yeah. We really are. I had yeah. the, I had the notes organized so well and I'm looking through them and we, we just jumped everything. around. We touched on everything, but we did it in like a I'm nonsensical order. And I, <laughs> I love that for us, yeah, honestly. I didn't take my meds today because I'm sick, and so I'm just like everywhere. And as soon as we started, as soon as the episode started recording, and you started talking, and we started, you know, having conversation, I'm like I cannot stay focused. Yeah, I'm just going to mention whatever I want, whatever I want it, and I'm sure that'll be fine. I'm so sorry I ruined the podcast. No, we're doing great, Liz. You are wonderful. Um, thank you so much for Aww. filling in for Lauren here. This was so much fun. Uh, do you have anything to plug or where can people find you? You can find me five days a week, uh, usually Sunday through Thursday on sports.yahoo.com. I'm writing about everything per usual. Um, and you can find me and my buds. You all hopefully know Justin Clue and our good friend, John Stolness. Uh, we are doing hitting season still, hitting season and whatnot. Oh, it is the, uh, hitting season. It is hitting season. Our relationship with SB Nation is coming to an end soon. We hope to have some exciting yeah. things to announce. Oh, can't even tell me. Oh, uh, but yeah, we hope to have some exciting things to announce in the future uh, very soon. So stay tuned. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Thank you so much. And also stay tuned to Patting Around, especially the Patreon feed. Next week, early next week, we are going to have a bonus episode more wbc talk but that's also going to be kind of a deep dive on european baseball you know non-wbc stuff but it'll hit on wc but european baseball and what it's like over there we're talking honk ball we're talking yeah. whatever else they call it over there yeah we're going to be doing that with nick from uh the corner spady podcast oh um, that's awesome yeah yeah no that will be a ton of fun also probably a week or so after that we'll have couch and around back uh and we're going to be doing the first season or maybe just the first half of the first season of Brockmire. I'm, I'm sh shocked that we took this long to get around to doing Brockmire, honestly. Uh, I kind of had forgotten about that show, even though I really, really liked it. Uh, so Brockmire, European baseball, deep dive. Plus, it's just the baseball season is coming up now. We're so close. We're so close was, now. MLB season is coming. So now is a great time to go to patreon.com slash batting around and sign up there. Also, next Tuesday, uh, we're going to be streaming the WBC final. Doing a watch along with that in our Discord for our Discord uh, for our Patreon subscribers only. So yeah. come in there. Watch that with me and Steven. We'll see if Lauren can make it. I'm not sure. I'm gonna check. We got. We should probably check in to see if make sure she hasn't died. Um, 
just have like three months of, of fill-in guests. Yeah. yeah. She's still posting, so I'm sure she's she's all right. Oh, yeah. Maybe see if she wants to make an appearance for a second. I don't know. I don't know what she's up to. But yeah, go to there, patreon.com slash batting around. Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye.